I judge you unfortunate because you have never lived through misfortune. You have passed through life without an opponent. No one can ever know what you are capable of, not even you. This is a quote from the great Stoic Seneca. I'll read that last part again. You have passed through life without an opponent. No one can ever know what you are capable of, not even you. Those are some powerful words. And to me, they define the very essence of advanced training. When you ask people what's the one word that comes to mind when you think about advanced training, it's competition. Because that's what we do. We compete in our challenges. We compete in the tough man. And we compete in PowerPoints. And what I'm going to talk about today is how we're going to compete in this upcoming year. And we're going to do it on three different levels. We're going to compete on a team versus team level. We're going to compete on a person versus person level. And then we're going to compete on a person versus self level. And I'm going to start off with the team versus team level. And we're going to do that in the form of a challenge. So every week, I'm going to create a challenge. We're going to have different teams compete against each other in that challenge. And the winning team, and this is important, the winning team is going to get three points for that win, and the losing teams get nothing. And then after the winning team wins, they're going to select two members of any losing team to go head-to-head. So now we had the team-based approach where guys are working together, and then what they're going to do is pick out, again, two guys from any of the losing teams and have those guys go head-to-head in the same challenge or a challenge of my choosing. The winner of that head-to-head challenge will also get three points, but the loser gets one point. So you may be thinking, well, what's the point of this, right? Like, why, why would we have this head-to-head after the team-based approach? Well, first and foremost, I love this idea of people working together as a team. I think it adds a complete and totally different element than people just going head-to-head. But the head-to-head part is where a lot of strategy comes in. Because you could have team member go against team member. And now, how are they going to react when they're competing against each other after having just competed with each other? And the other twist to this is that after you lose two head-to-head challenges, you're no longer able to compete in head-to-head challenges anymore. Which loses opportunity or takes away opportunities from you of collecting more points. So why are these points so important? Because for every point you get, it gives you a higher seed in the playoffs that we're going to have at the end of the year. Because when the end of the year comes, all these teams goes away, and everybody now is going to act as an individual. And the more points you get, the higher seed you'll get. And we're going to have 16 people in this NCAA-style playoff bracket. And the higher seed you are, the better off you're going to be. Because maybe you'll have weaker competition as you go through, and maybe you'll get a buy in the first week. So it's really interesting to see how, at least to me, how people are going to strategize their way through the teams they've selected, the people they put head-to-head against each other and what challenges, and how they try and navigate their way through the entirety of the season to get the best seed possible for themselves. I also like the strategy. I'm going to go back to the selection of the teams. There was a lot of conversation from the captains based on who do I pick? Who's better? I got this great athlete, but the guy's unreliable. There's a section of guys in, in this world slash our group who are the unreliables. You never know when they're going to show up. You never know what they're going to bring to the table. Uh, I think Again, I think one of the worst things you could be is unreliable. But some of those guys are awesome. Like When they do come, they are incredible. 
But then you got other guys who maybe they're not as genetically gifted, but they're always going to show up. And is that the better person to pick on my team? So we've had these conversations with the captains. The teams are picked. We currently have three teams of five. There will be penalties for days when people don't show up because uh, we're <laughs> there's got to be something to this, right? There's got to be some benefit to having all your team members there. So this is going to be uh, awesome, super interesting, and it's going to really add a whole new strategic element to the level of the challenge that we have right now. So we've talked about the team-based. We've talked about person versus person, and that all relates to the challenge. And now what I want to talk about to finish this up is person versus himself. So we are bringing back to advanced training something that was actually, it was the foundation of advanced training. It was something called PowerPoints. And this is what we did in the gym. So when we were in a gym, we tested our PowerPoints on things, I'll tell you, say what it was, the broad jump, the bench press, the deadlift, and pull-ups. I'll say that again. The broad, broad jump, the bench press, the deadlift, and pull-ups. And we did them all for a reason. But essentially it was we took your max reps or distance or weight on those things. I put it into the super secret formula and I gave you a PowerPoint ranking based on what you got. And then based on that range of your PowerPoint ranking, you'd get a particular shirt that you were allowed to wear. You awarded a shirt based on where you fell on those PowerPoint ranks. So if, uh, you know, let's just say that the numbers were anywhere from like a, a 0 to a 1.0. Well, if you got a, a 0.8, you got a blue shirt. If you got a 0.9, you got a black shirt. If you got a 1.0, you got a white shirt. It was kind of like going through the belt system if you were in a karate class, right, or a jiu-jitsu class. So people would compete against themselves to improve their PowerPoints. Well, now, you know, we haven't been in a gym in a while, but we've been, we're on the field. Now we're going to take that same mindset, and we're going to move it over to a field. Now, when we talked about the PowerPoints in a gym, the reason we took those four specific things was to, to get the total view of that athlete. So the broad jump to me represented power. The bench press was their upper body strength. The pull-ups was their relative body strength. And the deadlift, which was, was originally the squat, which we took out, it was really a squat because we were looking at lower body strength, but we added in the deadlift because it was a, I'd say it was a safer movement. It may sound crazy, but with the squat, People have different body types. People can't squat to the same depth. It was just, it caused too many arguments and it wasn't worth the risk of injury making all people squat to the same depth in the same way based on their body type. And we changed it over to the deadlift. With the deadlift, based on body types, we'd allow people to sumo deadlift, traditional deadlift, whatever fit them the best. And there was very little argument. Either the weight got off the floor or it didn't. There was no arguments about depth, what other, other crap you have with the squat. But those were the reasons that we picked those PowerPoints. Now, on the field, we're trying to mirror the same thought process to PowerPoints on the field. So I'm going to explain what we chose and why we chose it. And I'm going to explain how it fits into the PowerPoint system now. So when I'm looking at this, I'm trying to equate this the best way I can to the strength-speed continuum, right? If you think about it as a, just a curve. Right? Just a curve or maybe a straight line. Let's talk about it on a straight line. Let's make this really easy. On the left side is absolute strength. As you move all the way over to the right, it's absolute speed. 
Now, this is not a perfect analogy, but this is the way that I am trying to equate the five things, the five tests that I took into the PowerPoints for this year. So let's talk about, let's go start from the left, work our way over to the right. So for absolute strength, what we are going to do is we're going to do a farmer's walk with 215 pounds on the farmer's walk. So most guys in our crew are going to struggle just picking this thing up. But once you pick it up, you're going to walk with that farmer's walk. And as far as you can go, we're going to give you a certain amount of yards, the amount of yards that you go. And for all of these tests, we're going to give you yards. And then those total yards are going to add up to your PowerPoints. And it's going to be done in a very similar manner. Like if you get 80 total yards, you're going to get a, a blue shirt. If you get 90 total yards, you're going to get a black shirt. If you get 100 total yards, you're going to get a white shirt. Right? So we're, we're trying to collect yards on each one of these tests. So the farmer's walk is the test for absolute strength. As we go to down this curve, the next thing, and like if you're thinking about, if we're trying to relate this back to a gym, absolute strength would be your one rep max on a bench press. It would be a one rep max on your squat or your deadlift. That's what absolute strength is. Now, as we move further along this slide, we go to strength speed, right? Strength speed. So, I mean, this is kind of unfair, but in the gym, strength speed would be like a, a power lift, right? Or sorry, an Olympic lift. Well, we're not doing that on the field, but so the closest thing that I could think of in our world of strength speed is going to be a 10-second sled pull with 180 pounds on it. So you're going to be sitting down on a bucket. You're going to be sitting across. Across from you is going to be this sled with four 90-pound plates on it. You're going to have that chain, and when I say go, you're going to pull that chain for 10 seconds. And as far as you can get this thing, as far as you can get that sled is as many yards as we're going to give you. Okay, so after strength speed comes power. So after strength speed comes power. And again, this is not a perfect analogy. So what we're going to do to test the power of our athletes is a reverse medicine ball overhead toss. So how far can you throw this ball? Wherever that ball lands, that's how many yards you're going to get. And it's got to be on a straight line. So if you're throwing the ball to the left or to the right, I don't care. It's a matter of a straight line. It's just like if you're sprinting the 40-yard the dash and you're going left and right instead of just going straight, you're going to lose time. Well, here you're going to lose yards. So throw that ball as straight and as far as possible. Okay, moving further over to the right. After we get through power, we're going to go to speed strength. Now, again, this is not the greatest analogy in the world, but it's close enough to the, to the way we're going here. We're going to go to speed strength. So this is where... We're going to push a prowler 10 yards with the high handles. Then turn around and go to the low handles of the prowler and push it back 10 yards. And we're going to keep doing that for 20 seconds. And again, as many yards as you get in that 20 seconds is as many yards as we're going to add to your power points. And we're going to have one 45-pound plate on each side of the prowler. And lastly, we get the furthest over to the right on this line. We're talking about absolute speed. Now for this one, I'm trying to again equate it back to the gym. This is not a, a sprint here. Like we're trying to link this as best we, we can possibly uh, to what we did in the gym. But we're, this is going to be our relative body strength movement. So in the gym, that relative body strength was pull-ups. For us, this relative body strength are going to be sliders. So you're going to get with your feet on furniture sliders, and you're going to push yourself backwards as fast as you can and as far as you can for 10 seconds. And the total amount of yards you cover in those, cover in those 10 seconds are going to be the 
amount of yards added to your PowerPoints. So these are the five events that we're going to use. I'll repeat them again. You got a farmer's walk. You got a sled pull. You got a medicine ball throw. You got this prowler agility test. And then you're going to have reverse sliders. And the yards from all five of those things are going to add up to PowerPoints. And this is where you can test you versus you. Am I getting better or am I getting worse? This is where you can test you versus you. So I'm excited. We have, again, we are putting competition at a whole new level at advanced training for this year. We're competing team versus team. We're competing person versus person. And we're competing, competing self versus self. Oh, and one other thing, people, for those of you who don't really like all the puzzles and the mind games that I play, be prepared because they're coming. Uh, there's quite a few little tricks I already have in store for the season. Week one's going to be a big one. And it, it is hard to think under pressure, especially when you're exhausted. I'll leave you with that little tip. Enjoy the rest of your day. I'm excited for 2022. Bye. This episode is brought to you by Element. That's L-M-N-T. What's Element? Element is the product that came into my life at exactly the right moment. I've been training hard. I've been sweating like a maniac. But unfortunately, after my sessions, I could never kick that feeling of dehydration. It didn't matter how much water I drank. In fact, the more water I drank, the worse it got. My body was telling me, you need more. You need electrolytes. But I refused to go and buy some sugary sports drink and put that garbage into my body. Enter Element. What's Element? It's a tasty electrolyte drink mix. That's right. I said tasty. They have seven different flavors. My personal favorite is mango chili. But most importantly, it's got no sugar. It's got no gluten. It's got no garbage. There's got no guilt. Take it. You'll feel better. You won't feel like a bum after you drink it. You won't feel any guilt after taking it. To get your element today, go to drinklmnt.com backslash George Mahoney. Again, that's drinklmnt.com backslash George Mahoney. Get yours today.